Art and Span Show here, live. It's Friday, it's Halloween season, it's spooky season, it's October, and it's all things horror in the building today, because we have R.A. Mihailov. Hell yeah, we got a guest. Hell yeah. We got a guest of guests. The guy's like six foot nine. Yeah, how tall are you? <laughs> I used to be six foot five, but I think I'm shrinking. <laughs> a big man, big man, and a legend in the horror world. Uh, looking at your laundry list of films, it's crazy. You've been in a little bit of everything. I've done I've done some stuff, yeah. 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 And- when you first decided you wanted to act, is that exactly where you wanted to go, or did you want to be like Julius Caesar, or like what were you looking to do when you decided I'm doing acting? That is an excellent question, Span. You know why? Because when I was a little kid, I used to sit in my room reading this magazine called Famous Monsters of Filmland, and I would, <laughs> and I would go, man, how cool would it be to play Frankenstein? How cool would it be to play a werewolf? <laughs> and then when I grew up, I got to do it. Dreams come sense. true. Uh, yeah. Dreams come true, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's super cool that way. How'd you make the first way into it? Like, what was the first gig you landed, and how did you land that gig? You are right on with the questions. <laughs> no, man, because you, I mean, you look like you look, and you are what you are. You look like all you, of my uncles. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my uncles are all bikers. Yeah, like, you right. look like one of my... Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, Span and I were yeah. talking, and like with Leatherface, you're playing a role where you're not talking yeah. your job yes. is to use your your shadow and use the mask as a power move but you can't be verbal so like how hard is that to yeah. do with the when you when you play the 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 actors or the characters that have no verbal quality but the quality comes in the figure i mean you're tall you're huge you know yeah you know it's yeah uh, you don't necessarily need dialogue to act i mean you know uh, uh a well-written script you follow the script and you know, and there's certain parameters that were set by the prior leather faces, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was not difficult to do the role at all in a, in a little shortcut. Yeah. The, 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 one of the original taglines was, the terror begins the second it starts. Yeah. But oh. I want to go back to your question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I absolutely like, so how did you get that first, like, <laughs> hell yeah, I get to be like this freak yeah. of nature monster beast. Like, how did you land that role? Well, that that was that was a long path to that. Right. But my very first appearance in a movie, I was in 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 my in my county seat in my little uh, area. Uh, I was I was just hanging out, grooving, you know, back in the seventies, and I was just grooving in the park, man. <laughs> and I saw these hippie kids, and they were goofing around too. So, hey, oh wow, man, what are you doing? Oh, we're here to make a movie. What? Yeah, yeah. So, just like that. Yeah. So uh, they they were actors in. On location in this town, right? Uh-huh. And I'd already, I'd been, I'd already been doing plays and stuff like that at high school. I was like the star of my high school. Well, hey, I'd like to be in the movie too. Come on, man, let's yeah. go. So uh, it turned out really cool, you know. So I got, I got a part as an extra, and I had a blast. So I was still in high school. Uh, my dad yelled at me for not getting a job, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I said, well, they're paying me, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> right. Anyway, so that was my, that was actually, you know, it was a movie called Been Down So Long, It Looks Like Up To Me. That's and a long title. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Raul Julia was in it. Oh. Yes. I actually hung out with him because, you know, we, like that was, like I said, we were all grooving, you know, grooving yeah, hippies right. and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, we ended up they the, the actors all ended up kind of like down in the the hippie complex apartment houses you know so yeah we were all hanging out and stuff it was pretty cool uh but that was my very first uh, 
screen appearance and paid gig. Right. So then I kind of drifted away from it. You know, there that area that was just a fluke uh, for them filming in that area. But now you got a resume piece. Yeah, you like, got something to yeah, start. Like, well, yes, but I mean, I was an extra, so right, uncredited. You know, oh, but isn't it, isn't it crazy how the dominoes fall? Like it's like because of that one moment, you're where you're at today. Yeah, it's like because you were at the right place, right time, and you took that chance to talk to those people. Yes, and it hooked you. You know, it, it's that's crazy. Well, I, I was already hooked. It, 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 yeah, uh, it brought you in. It, yeah, it reeled me in. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you've got a laundry list of people that you were like horror legends, like Bill Mosley. You worked with Kane. We had Kane in here last year. Kane Hodder. Uh, <laughs> you know, yes. And oh. yes, yes, you guys. And, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, between uh, he was a lovely gentleman. Yeah. To work with. Yeah, he was. Did at, they put you in a headlock. He was a lovely gentleman to work with. <laughs> but we had Tony Moran. Awaken does a great job of bringing through horror legends, you oh, being yes. one of them. Yeah. But you've worked with some uh, some iconic people. Like, like when I think of Bill Mosley, you know, I mean, just the laundry list. I just watched Three from Hell, and it was an iconic performance, you know. And, and to be a part of that family and to be a part of the horror family, when you got the Leatherface role for yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, how hard was that? Because, I mean, you had the success of the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm -hmm. But, again, you, the storyline is set. How, tell us how you got that role and, and how you played that role. Well, Art, I'd like to tell you it's because I uh, set my cap uh, towards stardom and diligently <laughs> applied myself and uh, studied, uh, you know, uh, and had a, a, a degree from a, a, a good uh, a drama school and things like that and, you know, paid my dues and things like that. But the truth of the matter is I knew the director. And uh, how? How'd you know? Well, him? by paying my dues. Okay. Span, you you are you got good Span is questions. on it today. Span uh, is on it today. I want to know all the dirty details. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Now. Here's the dirty details, man. Okay. Back to the magazine. There used to be a. You guys are too young to remember these magazines, I think. But there used to be a magazine called Life. There were two of them. They were almost identical. I, you know? I remember Life. Yeah, yeah. Life uh, was renowned for having mm -hmm. like lots of awesome pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember reading an article about a movie called THX. 1138. It was directed by a guy named Steven Spielberg. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> uh, uh, and he hired a, some uh, uh, guy called Robert Duvall. I don't know what happened to him either. Right. But that was Steven uh, Spielberg's student film at USC, U University of Southern California. That's a pretty massive film now. Yeah. So it's a cult hit. Yes. That was his student film. That was his wow. student film. Okay. Bing, 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 bing. The light bulb went on. Okay. Go to USC, meet student filmmakers, and perhaps I will uh, hook up with a future Steven Spielberg. Wow. It paid off. It actually, I got, uh, over the course of time, I actually got hired for four different projects because of, of fellows I met, you know, doing the student projects. But I worked, they don't have any money, they have no budget, so I worked mm -hmm. for free, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe uh, you got gas money, but usually not. Sometimes you would get pizza, maybe a beer, you know, <laughs> maybe a beer <laughs> or some beer, you know, pizza and beer. Uh, so I guess in a sense, I did pay my dues. And one of the one of the people I met at USC was the director of uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw 3, Jeff Burr. Mm -hmm. And we hit it off and, uh, you know, we continued to be friends all those years. That's from crazy. It's taking that chance, though. Yeah. Like, it's literally like your career is 
it, it, it has been made because you took those risks. And you could say, oh, it was just right place, right time. But everything happens for it's that domino effect. Yes. One thing leads to another. Free, man, right. That working for free, a lot of people are like, because uh, we had we had a jock here uh, who worked in in Hollywood, who did some work in Hollywood, and he was telling me like getting into television and movies isn't so hard so long as you work the relationships and understand for the first year or two you're working for free. It's all the money, dues. yes, that's yeah. how you pay your dues. Yeah. But eventually you get the relationship and you get the opportunity and you make the most of it. When you play Leatherface for him. Did he do a lot of coaching on that, or was he just like, do your thing? Uh, he did his job. I did my job as an actor, and he did his job as a director. It was a collaboration, you know. If uh, uh, he didn't like what I was doing, he would correct it, and we'd do it again. You know, if I had a a, a thought, uh, I would present it to him, and you know. So, when everybody does their job, when you have a, a an excellent writer like David J. Scow, who wrote the, the screenplay. Uh, you have a d brilliant director like Jeff Burr, and you have a future uh, star. <laughs> 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 Everything clicks, you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, you know, but I'm going to tell you the truth. And uh, Jeff Burr has a great reverence for our business, and he felt it only right and proper to offer originally offer the role to Gunnar Hansen, the original yeah, yeah, the original, the original Leatherface. Yeah. Wow. Uh Gunnar was unable to successfully conclude a negotiation with New Line Cinema. Okay. Oh my God. Uh <laughs> my, my, what? somebody not getting paid what they want to do a role gives you an opportunity to slide yeah. right in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it I I was the next absolute logical choice for the part you know jeff and i have a great circle of friends and you know everybody's film geeks you know writers directors yeah. actors and they were all at a uh, a uh, fourth of july party at uh, somebody's house and of course you know you end up at the bar uh, <laughs> i was not there because i'd been at a third of july party <laughs> <laughs> you were recovering <laughs> And uh, so, as as film geeks do, they start talking about projects. And of course, you know they'd announced that Jeff was going to direct this. So, uh, you know, who who are you going to get for Leatherface? You know, well, I offered it to Gunner, but uh, you know, it's not going to happen. Well, you know, and then it was like it was just it was like a, a unanimous uh, consensus that R.A. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Now, is it true that the movie originally had a, a rated NC seventeen or rated X back yes. in the day, and they had to actually edit it down? Yes, Art, that okay. is a fact. If, if you believe Wikipedia, uh -huh. uh, it uh, Texas Chainsaw 3 yeah. is the last movie to uh, get uh, an X rating. Now, with that, when you were when you were helping create the film and being, you know, Leatherface, did you think to yourself, like, man, this is really graphic? Or were you just thinking, like, this is typical Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre material? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I can't take credit for... Uh, being the uh, you know i i contributed to it but right. I, I i don't feel like i was a creator of the of the mm -hmm. piece no but i'm just saying from an acting sense yeah. like were you like wow this is way great because the first one was rated r there was no nc-17 about it but right. it seemed like you know the difference between the first and the third even with the edited down version it's like okay this is typical you know you get hacked with a chainsaw we, we didn't we never saw the version that the MVA right saw right, right. now were there but certain you yeah, yeah you were a part of those yeah. scenes well in my opinion 
there was nothing that graphic. I, I remember in the original script, uh, there's. Uh, let me tell you how the scene ended up, and then I'll tell you how it was originally written. Um, in, in the movie, we we have a girl that we've captured earlier, and she's escaped, and she's wandering through the woods, uh, and she runs into the hero Benny, the, a survivalist, and they're t- you know they're having a little discussion, and she's filling him in on what's going on in uh, over in our compound and things like that, and they get separated, and of course, who does she run into? Leatherface. Right. I grab her by the throat and I lift her up, and I. I impale her on a tree branch. Okay, that's how it ended up. Oh well, no, I'm, 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 no, not no span. Oh, hang on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but sorry wait, sorry. there's more. There, but wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, my bad, my bad. And uh, huh, conveniently, uh, they're just my chainsaw happens to be hanging <laughs> on another branch, right handy, you know. Yeah. So uh, I uh, I grab the saw. And I, I, I drill into her, mm-hmm. okay? You know, like, just straight in, right? Like slow or medium pace or fast? Slow. Oh, oh. The best way. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, just the tip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, but I, I also make, you know, I do go all the way through. Now, remember, uh, and that, and, and, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, fast or slow. It was slow. It was the one time, it was the one single episode in that entire movie that, uh, I have to choose my words carefully, it annoyed me. I don't know, not not, not annoyed. It, I had the this 80-pound chainsaw fully extended. Uh, you know, uh, and and I'm waiting for Jeff to call cut. <laughs> Greg Nicotero, you know, from uh, yeah. uh, Walking Dead, his company did this uh, mask and the special effects. He's he's kneeling beside me out of frame with a five-gallon bucket of blood squirting it in my face. <laughs> and, and I'm just, you know, I'm going, in my mind, I'm going, Jeff, when are you going to call cut? You know, because I started off nice, you know, and then... Uh, you know yeah <laughs> you have to stay in character because yeah. leatherface is the strongest it's yeah. just like yeah. remember when you explained a use uh, you said there was a scene i think with michael myers where he got the knife stuck oh, yeah. and he's shaking it and yeah. you're like it's the breaking character yeah. moment i don't know what movie it was um but it was it was one of the halloween movies and i don't know who the actor was but he had a knife and he wanted to stab somebody <laughs> and that person dodged and he stabbed into the table and like He's this big menacing beast of a man, but like he's trying to pull the thing off the table and it's too stuck. So eventually he does a huge thing and the table comes off the floor <laughs> and he does this weird baby arm shake in just total and <laughs> complete mania. And then the table comes off and he's back to the solemn killer. And it's like it's moments like that where you get to see how the actor takes the character like this, this adult sized like super killer has a baby moment because right. he can't get his knife back. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like like with that chainsaw thing, you're yes. like holding it eight yes. pounds. Like Yeah. Whew. But but so so that's how the scene ended. You know, just yeah. simply drilling into her and killing her. Okay. The way it was written, I was supposed to split her Oof. from crotch to crown and the body was supposed to fall. Nowadays, you see that in movies all the time. Yeah, yes. I think that was an Evil Dead. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, that's yeah. been in several movies. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Evil Dead, the remake. Like in both Evil God. Deads, like the chick gets raped by a tree. Yeah. So it's like they were. I mean, 
cutting her up in the like up the right. what, from that's being nice yeah. yeah right yeah so it's like it's weird what the mpaa has a beef with and what they don't exactly but my curiosity is like what moment happened like maybe in texas chainsaw 3 or some other film where you had an idea for your character that you were most proud of, that the director was like, oh, my God, or the writer was like, oh, my God, I never would have come up with that. What you did for that character was exactly. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, it was one of the earlier movies I did, uh, uh, licensed, uh, uh, yeah, licensed to Drive. Uh, with Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Oh, my God, the two Corys. Yeah, I played the tow truck driver, and... Uh, I was on my second day. I was only supposed to work one day, but uh, <laughs> this is, I'm telling you, this is weird business, man. Uh, I was only scheduled to work one day on it. And, you know, between, you know, between takes, I was sitting there and I was talking uh, to somebody. I don't remember who it was. And I said, man, I said, I need one more day to make my insurance. And the stunt coordinator goes, you need one more day to make your insurance? He was an English guy. He goes, hold on. Hey, we're going to need this guy back tomorrow. Wow. And uh, <laughs> his life is full of just like Man. asking and receiving. Yeah. Like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So you ended up getting that extra day. Yeah. And I made my insurance that year. But uh, the one on my second day, as I was getting dressed, the writer and the director came to my dressing room, and they and the, I mean I feel like I'm bragging, but they said we just want to let you know you are you you are so spot on on this character that God, that's so awesome. You know that's the best feeling you can get. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was looking through yeah. your IMDb, and I want to I want to play a quick IMDb factor fiction. Sure, sure. Were you in Full House? Yes. You were in an episode. This man could do everything. <laughs> I, I have to imagine it was someone that like like who's the handsome one? Uh, Stamos. John, John Stamos. Stamos. Yeah, yeah, I imagine his character owed money to somebody, and you were brought in as the bouncer to beat the hell out of him, and somehow they got him. That's that's what that's how I imagine. Yeah. Well, the story. Now tell no, us. You're 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 off you're off track on that one. Really. Okay. Yeah. So what what did they have you do in an episode of Full House? Like, well, you want me to tell you? Please, <laughs> please, please. Well, you know, uh, the, the, uh, John Stamos's character was a kind of a bad boy, and he had a motorcycle. So okay, okay. So it was the episode where they had the baby shower, and they for some reason they weren't gonna. I, Jesse, that was his character name. Oh yeah, yeah. Jesse. They, they, yep. they, they weren't gonna tell Uncle Jesse about the baby shower. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but he 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 takes the little the little uh, little girl Michelle. Yeah, and he takes he bribes her with a uh, a chocolate sundae to to find out what's going on because he's suspicious. Oh yeah, they're gonna have a baby shower or whatever. So <laughs> so. Oh my God, shows me. He, he he invites he invites all his biker buddies to crash the the baby shower. Oh my God! And you were one of the bikers. I was buddies. one of the bikers. Yeah, and. Uh, it just happened. It, it happened. It so happened at that particular time, my roommate was uh, John Stamos's bodyguard, mm -hmm. and that, <laughs> so that's how we that's how we got in on that. God, man, a series of fortunate events. It's yeah. all about who you know. Yeah, I, it's all about. Let me. If you really, if you turn your feet, direct your shoulders, and this is what you tell your mind. This is this is what I'm doing. Everything's going that way. And sometimes the universe just kind of throws you a bone, and clearly, like multiple bones. Yeah, right? you've got a whole body. Like for real, you've got a skeleton. <laughs> got a skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> you when gotta... when when you think of like, I look at horror as the most dedicated genre when it comes to fan love. It reminds me very much in the in the radio world of of two genres: country music and metal. 
Like those two fan bases are so dedicated that they would bleed for you. They would die for you. You do a lot of these horror con expos and you do a lot of these, you know, meet and greets. Yes. What is the strangest experience you've had? Or maybe strangest in the sense of greatest, you know? Uh, I'm sure you have multiple stories, and feel free to give a couple. Yeah, I, wanted, I wanted, just to add to that, I want it to be something you enjoyed. Yeah, because you just smiled from <laughs> ear to ear. And know that we're on a podcast, so you can technically say whatever you want, legally. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you could swear I mean, and everything. I mean, I mean we got to edit it, and it's yeah, a lot right. of work. Yeah, but, yeah, let me yeah. pay attention to the time so we can, <laughs> yeah. we can edit the swerves yeah, yeah. and the inappropriates and the naughties. Yeah. But feel free. I mean, uh, you, okay. go, you go Go to these expos and you meet these fans who wait, you know, hours and hours yeah. and hours. Tell us, uh, we need to hear the crazy, okay. great stories. Here, here's probably one of the most outstanding things that ever happened. I at a con. <laughs> of course, it was a con. I just happened to almost literally bump into this exotic dancer. Uh oh. And we sort of hit it off. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let me watch the time. Yeah. <laughs> All the bleeps. Yeah, say it how you got to. Yep. We got the, we got the sound yep, effects. We'll handle the other side. Yep. There will be a lot of boings. And like, whoop, whoop. So you bump into an exotic Yeah, concert. yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, so uh, I, was going to a, I was going to a birthday party, and uh, I invited her to go. Uh, but she had to go get her uh, blonde dreadlocks uh worked on <laughs> okay and that took priority plus she wanted to go to uh what's the big bar uh in hollywood where all the rockers go whiskey cbgb's whiskey. rainbow rainbow yeah okay. she wanted to go to the rainbow i sound like an alcoholic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, wa she wanted to go to the rainbow and i didn't want to go down to hollywood so we parted ways you know but we traded numbers and um we kept in touch over the years and um uh i ended up kind of close to where she was living and working you know and I, I called her up and said hey i'll be in your area and she goes okay i'm gonna come and see you <laughs> and i said well listen i said can you get here by 7 30 because they're sending a limo for me and kane oh uh, uh, see he's using that work credit right there he's like i'll man. use the limo there you go see yeah yeah i said <laughs> well you know sending yeah, the limo. yeah uh, but but we got to leave at 7 30 uh, and she goes oh, i don't think i can make it but i'll find you you know so Sure, sure enough. You know, we're out there. We're signing. Kane and I would sit table side by side. She comes walking down the midway. Yeah. She looked like uh, looked like a dream. Oh my God. <laughs> she looked she looked like a cross between uh, uh, Dolly Parton and uh, uh, Pamela Anderson. Right. Okay. That's a pretty. That's a pretty very specific <laughs> crossing right there. Big, big, giant blonde hair. Big everything. <laughs> big everything. I was big everything with, with, that matters. With, with a with a pink Angora sweater with a plunging neckline. <laughs> oh my god! An Angora sweater. Yeah. What a play at like being like. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's hilarious. skin tight jeans that were strategically ripped. Ugh. Oh, 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 oh! All the Nimrods—it was like jaws were dropping as she was right. as she was and walking. She was coming to your table, and you knew that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I gave her a hug, and I went to give her a kiss, and she turned her head, and I went, "Oh Jesus, this is gonna be this ain't." <laughs> Wait, you went for a kiss on the lips? Yes. Mr. R.A. <laughs> you went for a kiss on the lips? This was years in the making. This is, yeah, they've been talking for years. A couple years anyway. Yeah. But yeah, she turned her head and I went, oh Christ, this is going to go down downhill fast. 
so you know, I got a spiel I do, you know, you know, you know, this do, you So she's sitting there all night listening to me and probably bored out of her mind. She goes, "I'm going to take a walk around and look at things." I said, "Okay, baby, go ahead." And about a half hour later, she came back and she goes, "You know, I went to the gift shop and they have a leather face mask." Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I said, "Oh yeah, I'm sure they do." And she goes, "Well, you know, I have a latex fetish." <laughs> I knew this was coming. Let me watch the time. I ran to the gift shop. <laughs> there's smoke. <laughs> you, know, you know, like in the cartoons yes. where, that, where, that, where that dust is. Yeah. There's, actually, there's actually a term for that dust. Uh, I ran to the gift shop. I happened to know, I knew the, the gift shop people. And I said, hey, can I borrow that mask? Yeah. And I think you can fill in yeah, the, the rest. Yeah, the rest of, is history. Yeah. Wow. Talk about a dedicated fan. Yeah. <laughs> And she she ended up taking the mask home. Uh, did you have to pay for it after? She paid me for it. Wow! Wow! What a sweetheart! Oh, what a ah, what oh, a sweetheart! What a swell gal! Yeah. And they say the movie business doesn't pay off. Come on! Come on! And she was a swell gal. Wow! I miss her. Man, I. <laughs> Wow. So so obviously you you have you have no problem doing these conventions then moving forward. Now that you know, I mean, the, I love them. Yeah, and the experiences you get from them are just amazing. I yeah, mean, they've got to be. You know, you're signing DVDs. You're you know fake choking people. Do you now? I have to ask because yes, uh, Chuck Liddell, famous UFC fighter. Yes. Um, he recently it was a couple of years ago he got sued for I think it was. Was it fake punching a fan or fake choking out a pen, uh, fan? And Matt Hughes has been sued. These, do you ever get scared about that? Because like you take the pictures and you see Kane taking the pictures yes. and he's fake. Do you ever get scared about that? Well, let me let me clue you in on this. Kane no longer chokes people because he is being sued. God, man, I hate this time. Like for real. In but the eighties, like, it was like. But if people are asking for it, right? Like, I mean. <laughs> you almost have to carry waivers in your back pocket. Like, hey, if I'm going to choke you, just sign this real quick. It takes the fun out of everything. Well, I'd like to think yeah. if you have video of it and the person walks away you fine, think. like, but I mean, hey, you still got to go to court. You still yeah. got to have the discussions. Yeah. yeah. Are you cautious with that then? Yes, I mean, I'm very cautious. I, I, I will do a, I'll, I'll choke people, but it'll be a, 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 a fake choke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll put, I'll, I'll grab and put pressure, but I won't squeeze hard yeah and kane prior to his lawsuit was always come on ra squeeze him harder <laughs> i said no kane. and this i guess this was, this was a premonition of what was coming I go, no kane i'm not going to i said i i don't make as much money as you i can't afford a lawyer <laughs> wow. and lo and behold yeah Oh my so. god! But it, it, again, it goes back to the weird things that horror fans ask i mean yes. you, oh you, you had an exotic dancer who Wanted you to wear the mat. I mean, you know, I just it's it's got to be such a fun industry. And and you're at Awaken all weekend. Yeah, hanging out with fans. Yep, kissing babies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't bring babies there by any means. No, but, but uh, yeah. babes. Yeah. Does anything scare you? Does yes. Any, like horror related. Yes. There's three things that scare me: the business end of a 45 caliber pistol. Just that one. Yeah. Like well, no other gun. Well, 45 is pretty big. <laughs> I feel like you could handle a nine millimeter, but a 45 would put anybody my, down. My, my old, my my old training partner, who's a pretty rugged fellow, uh, got shot four times with a nine millimeter and chased the guys down. You know. Yeah. I'm not saying. Was he I'm, as big as you? Uh, he's five foot six tall and five foot six wide and a nationally ranked power lifter. And he has two uh, 
uh, black belts in different uh, martial arts. When you say training, what were you training with him in? Well, uh, he was a power lifter, uh, so I would tag along with him. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't do the power lifting, but I'd I'd lift with him. Okay. So the business five end of six. Yeah. The business end of a forty-five is one. Yep. It's the other two. The IRS. Oh well, yeah, yeah. that's a big one, especially and, in the movie world. And yeah. And when a woman comes up to me and says, "Oh God." We have to talk. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> have you had that experience? I, uh, oh, well, God. When it happened. <laughs> no, let's just leave it at that. Okay, he doesn't okay, want to get sued. Okay, Come okay, on, okay. man. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I've got kids. There's well, certain let me, things. Let me put it here that way. I wrecked my truck that night. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Well, hey, we're excited to have you aboard. We're excited to have you in here. We're excited for the Awaken festivities that it's are It's going to be good out there this weekend. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Times? What time? Uh, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And how late are you guys open till? Uh, till there's nobody in line. Okay. That's the way to do it. Yes, I'm telling it you. Is. With haunted houses, it's great because if there is a line, they're still open, and yes. it could be one o'clock in the morning. Like, yes. nope, business still rolls through. That's like peak lunchtime for them. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, we're excited, man. We love doing every single year. I look forward to who is Awaken going to bring through this year. And uh, we've gotten, you know, we had Tony Moran, Kane, and and now you, and we're just excited. It's it's awesome. So thank well, you so much. Oh, I've en- I've enjoyed being here, and you, I I have to say, you guys are uh, very spot on with your questions. Hey, thank it, you. It was a it was an excellent interview. And in my opinion well thank you we're looking forward to what you got going you thank know you. coming up in 2020 i know you got a couple more roles and- uh i've got a, a one i'm really uh excited about it it's a biker movie i don't know how i got the role oh <laughs> yeah i mean how did that happen oh uh, I mean, yeah i don't know is it uh, like can you tell us a little yeah, bit about it yeah yeah is it like a based on a true story biker role or uh, no um it, it's it's set slightly in the future okay i, I don't want to use the 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 description uh, Mad Max like because yeah. it, it, it's it's actually closer to the original uh, Mad Max. Yes, you know, the original it, Mad Max wasn't. It was like present day, yeah, just a little weird. Yes, it, it, just as everything's crumbling. <laughs> yeah. So in, in in Ride Hard, Live Free, uh, the bikers are living out in the Nevada free zone. Uh, you can tell by the title uh, sequence that you know all kinds of crap is going on in the in the mm-hmm. world. You know, uh, but by the time we get to us, it's like. 50 years in the future we have this is funny we have brand new motorcycles and choppers and stuff like that but uh and we manufacture gas we never uh but we don't have guns um and that's that's a that's a that's a uh critical uh plot point oh okay okay you know uh, anyway so yeah you know uh, there's two bike clubs uh that are warring for domination of the nevada free zone mm-hmm. and uh you know, it's, it's it's really cool, and we actually worked with uh, real, uh, uh, you know, outlaw motorcycle clubs. We oh, actually awesome. we actually wore colors. What? Yeah, that is like unheard of. I know. Top rocker, bottom rocker, the, everything. The colors. Really? Listen to this. You want? You got time for one more yeah, story? Go, please, yeah. please, yeah. please. Okay, so, uh, you know, when when a, I get a call from my manager, uh-huh. and Judy Fox who also reps Bill Mosley and Kane Hodder and Michael Berryman and Linnea Quigley. It's a little horror stable. Linnea Quigley. Yes. Oh, that, oh, so, oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so Judy calls me up, and she goes, hey, all right, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working on a deal for you for a biker picture. And I said, okay, Judy, yeah, that's great, you know. And when you're when a deal's being put together, it's always the the rep talking to the to the production people. The, the, the talent never talks to them right. during Agents the negotiation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
So she's ca- calling me, giving me periodic yeah, updates. You know, yeah, I was going to shoot out in the de- you know out out in the desert in Nevada, and the director's from Las Vegas, and he's a really nice guy. Okay, yeah, I don't. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure he is. So the deal gets made. They send me the script, page seventeen, interior Sconer's Motorcycle Club Clubhouse night. Well, I knew I didn't know much about the club, but I knew it was a real club because a, a friend of mine was a member of the Las Vegas chapter. Mm-hmm. So I knew that they were a real club. I'm going, oh my God. Well, you know, I said, I called her up and I said, Judy, do these people know that right. they're, they're. Tread lightly, yeah. yeah <laughs> that they're actually using a real motorcycle club in their script? She goes, I don't know. Let me find out. <laughs> yeah, it's something you need to find out. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, oh, I had visions, yes. Right. She told, you know, I, okay, so I knew that, I knew they had a chapter in, in Las Vegas. So I had the visions of the director cruising down uh, the Vegas Strip, right? Hey, honey, pull over. Let me take a picture of those guys in their right. jackets. That yeah. would look really neat in my movie. Then we'd be out in some desert location and about 20 or 30 real <laughs> sconers would show up and, uh, you know, uh, uh, set us straight. You know, yeah. I was going to turn it down. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so she got about a couple hours later she calls back and says, it's okay the executive producer is a member of another motorcycle club right. <laughs> yeah so wow just like that it yeah just lines up just but it's right. it's very rare i know that you know with sons of anarchy there was a little bit kurt got into a little bit of trouble the creator of sons mm. of anarchy because they they had top rocker the top rocker is the club the bottom rocker is where it's from and the middle is the logo mm-hmm. um and bikers and motorcycle clubs especially one percenters take that very seriously very you don't seriously. make a mockery of it you know and there was some issues with the whole sons of anarchy merch and everything so that's surprising that you know like there's uh hell's angels made that in five heartbeats sunny barge right, made that yeah. movie you know so there's a couple biker movies but that's awesome that they allowed you they kind of gave you the the go-ahead yeah. to do that well the the national president of the club was our technical advisor that's so awesome he had to be because if he wasn't you get something yeah. wrong or yeah, but it makes yeah. it genuine. You yeah. know, it's very easy to to not so much make a mockery of motorcycle clubs, but like, oh, this is how it is, and it's like, is it really? You know, if, when you see the real world of what it is. Yeah. And this is this is going to be a great example. Oh, so. it, 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 it was tremendous. I was just in Vegas a couple days ago and hanging out with those guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. It is. I have one last question. Yes. Being a Hatchet fan, you were yes. in Hatchet too. Hatchet too. Is there any plans that maybe you know of that you've heard through the rumblings of making more Hatchet films? Because it's such a cult following with that yes. movie. Uh, I am not privy to any okay. information. Wah, wah. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I absolutely loved working on Hatchet yeah, 2. That had to be so much fun. Well, think about it. Going back to something you said very early, getting to uh, work and know other icons... Hatchet too. Come on, man. Yeah. Kane, uh, 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 you know, uh, as Victor Crowley. Yeah. And then Tony Todd, uh, Danielle Harris, John, Car- the late great John Carl Beekler. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like a who's who. Yes, yeah. and and Mr. Tom Holland, who I call the father of Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he directed the original Child's yeah. Play. Wow. Uh, and you know, and we had a blast on that movie. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time, man. We're excited for tonight. Again, Awake and Haunted House. You could join us all uh, all weekend. 
you're going to be there uh, hanging out. And and from, from 7 till, clo- oh, till closing. Yeah. And you are will be there from when to when? I'm there tonight, 8 to 10. 8 to 10. Yeah. And you will have some things with you. Yes, we got a lot of stuff, including uh, we have ghost tickets. So mm. that'll be fun. Uh, we've yeah. got some uh, lottery. Pa- we've got tons of prizes. But yeah, yeah we're going to go through all four. I would like to, uh, not for security purposes at all, but I would like to take you with me through the haunted house because I'm terrified. I'm not going to lie. But I feel like having you with me. I don't me, know. That sounds exactly like security purposes. Yeah, but that also, now that I think about it, that might be a, he might like trigger Leatherface, and then I have Leatherface behind me. I don't know if I want that. So yeah, maybe I'll just go through by myself. It'd yeah. probably be better. No, Art, yeah. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to take that uh, ride solo. Yeah, I'm by myself. He's like, I'll make an appearance later in the house. Yeah, with a chainsaw. Yeah, That'll I totally imagine Ra going through a haunted house as someone comes around the corner to scare him, and they're like, ah! they yeah, they back away. The actors are like, oh, yeah, this was a bad idea. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Art. Yeah. Stan. Nice to meet you guys, and thank yeah. you for having me in here. Yeah, no thank problem. you. It's been lovely. Yeah, awesome. It's Q106. It